You're listening to Wiretap with Jonathan Goldstein on CBC Radio 1 and Sirius Satellite Radio 137. Today's episode of Time, Space, and Money. The telephone rings. It's Tucker. He's just gotten in from walking around in the rain, and he's in a bad mood. A drop of rain just landed right on my bald spot, he says. I'll never get used to the feeling. It's like God is spitting on me. Walking in the rain has really become my Achilles bald spot. I was just wondering, I say, whether bald men in a panic still get beads of sweat that form along what would be their hairlines if they still had hair. Ask me in another couple months and I'll tell you, Tucker says. Then he gets to his reason for calling. Suvlaki. One word, one love. Bob Marley used to say that. Are you in? I, 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 I can't. I, it's on me. Are you in? That's very tempting, but I, I can't. I, I have a whole bunch of things to, to get through. Are you working on a new story? No, no. I'm, I'm, I'm actually uh, trying to get through a to-do list of, of, of chores that I have to do. I'm, I'm dreading this already. How long is this list of yours? About a page worth of, of things. Um, do you have a page of things you need to do today? Yeah. I mean, don't, don't you ever make yourself to-do lists? No. I'm an improviser. I do what I feel which is exactly why nothing ever gets done. What's on your list here? You don't have time for a sandwich? Vacuuming, I, ha- I have dusting, um, but I put a lot of things on the list so that I've already done. You know, like, like for instance, I've already done the ironing and I've cleaned the bathroom before I made the list, but I put them on the list so that I could, you know, tick them off, so. Yeah, you're ticking me off already. Is that, is that on your list? Tick Tucker off? Because you can cross that out now. Let's say, for instance, instead of putting down one item as, like, just do the dishes, mm-hmm. I'll put down, like, several items so I get several ticks. Like, I'll put down wash the cups, wash the cutlery, wash the plates, you know, for all the extra ticks. And, and this gives you a sense of completion of some sort? Or? I, I, I don't know. I mean, don't, don't you enjoy making ticks? Or, do you, or are you more of an X-man? Do you like Xing things off? I'm more of a crumpler. I just crumple things up. Come on, we'll go get a souvlaki with extra napkins, just the way you like it. You'll feel better, then you can you can then you can polish off the rest of your list. I, I really I can't. I keep putting all this stuff off. It's you know I. I the anuch is that on your list? Mark it down. You're not being you're not being very supportive. You know I, I'm a list. Come on, let's go get a souvlaki. I don't want to eat alone. It's your fault that I have a high map meta- metabolism. Well, why why is that my fault? Because you make me a nervous wreck. Look, I I just got I just got to stick to the list. Do me a favor, write this down on your list. What? Eat souvlaki. Mark that down in bold. I'm not going to put that down on the list. That doesn't go on a list. Put souvlaki on the list. Do you know how to spell it? I'm, S- I'm not even actually sure. S- S-U-V? S- no, S-O-U-V-Vlaki. Wacky. It's on the list? What number is it on the list? It's at the very bottom of the list. Bump it up. Bump it up to number now. You know, it's funny, actually, seeing it on the list... Seeing it all like written like that, like mm-hmm. eat souvlaki, makes it almost seem like a written commandment or something. It's a must do now. Well, there he said it. It's a commandment. Well, I don't know. I mean, there's just something about it, you know, just sitting there all written and everything. I mean, you can't argue with a written commandment. So come on, the souvlaki's on you, and uh, so it's, we'll I thought it was on you. After this aggravation, forget about it. It's on you. It's gonna be on your. It's gonna be on your face, on your ears, on your pants. That's why you need extra napkins. All right, fine. And is it all on the list? I, th- I think. I think this is actually going to be the most satisfying tick um, of the entire day. I'm glad to hear that. All right, I'll, I'll see you soon. Great. Oh, I got one more thing to put on your list. Yeah. Close your mouth when you eat. Your table manners are deplorable. I didn't know I was offending you. Well, it's like I need a windshield wiper after I eat with you sometimes. Well, then what do you, what do you need me at all for? You know, it seems like I'm, I'm, you know, I'm disgusting, aggravating. I don't, I don't like to eat alone. Plus, I have to pay when I eat alone. 
All right, I'll see you soon. All right, ciao. Bye-bye. Tim, you're the author of a time management book called The 4-Hour Workweek, where you outline the techniques you've employed to become fluent in six languages, a world record holder in tango, a national champion in kickboxing, mm-hmm. all before the age of 31. Mm-hmm. How have you found the time to do all of this? And, and, and frankly, like, how do you even have the time to be talking to me right now? I should have nothing but time if I wrote a book called The 4-Hour Workweek. <laughs> right. Are you multitasking as we speak? Are you boiling eggs for tomorrow's lunch during this interview? I'm actually training a dog as we speak. No, I am actually single-tasking at the moment. The only thing in this world that I am doing is talking to you. Hmm. Uh, the more amusing part of your question, or the answer rather, is that most of the things you mentioned have actually been done in the last three years. Up until that point, like until your late 20s, were you like just kind of like slacking around? No, <laughs> uh, I wasn't slacking, but I, I really wasn't taking the right magnifying glass to my personal time management until uh, mid-2004. And the catalyst for that mm-hmm. was uh, a long-term girlfriend breaking up with me, but doing so in very dramatic fashion. She gave me a plaque that said business hours end at 5 p.m. Uh, with three exclamation points after it. And she encouraged me to keep that on my desk for personal health. And that was the last I saw of her. Hmm. And that is when I realized that income as a measurement really has no value without time. And and something that I do, and I, I mean, I don't know if this is a, an effective technique that you would approve of, but I, what I do is I make a lot of checklists. Mm-hmm. Uh, I write things down that I have to get done, and then I take a certain amount of satisfaction in ticking them off. I mean, is that is that something that you, that you would recommend? Uh, I do recommend making yourself accountable and having a to-do list, but with conditions, meaning mm-hmm. that if you put down items on the list simply to get the validation of taking them off, mm-hmm. then that's a problem. So if you have a list of 20 things, go down that list and ask, if this were the only thing I accomplished today, would I be satisfied with my output for the day? And really mm-hmm. focus on trying to make progress or complete that item before 10 a.m. or certainly before lunch. So, so could you share with us like some of the um, some of the actual techniques that you teach in the book, like all, you know, all the way from like time saving tips for losing weight to like how to peel an egg. Uh, more quickly and efficiently. Um, like, what, what what other kinds of things do you have in there, like sleep in your clothes so that you don't have to put them on in the morning? Right, no, you, you sleep in your clothes, you don't brush your teeth. Uh, mm-hmm. No, there are, I'll give you a few very practical examples. Uh, okay. And the first would be, and you can use a service like Ask Sunday, which will put you in touch with the 24-7 digital concierge in India or the Philippines who can help you do anything in your life that you want to outsource. Uh, and the, the service ends up costing roughly $60 a month for between 30 and 60 tasks. And what, what kind of stuff can they do for you? Well, let's take one example. Mm-hmm. This uh, mother was trying to find this toy for her son's birthday. It was the hot new toy of the season, mm-hmm. almost impossible to find. And rather than spend four or five hours of her time trying to do this, she called Ask Sunday and said, I want you to call every toy store within 15 minutes of my zip code. And they called mm-hmm. her back an hour later and they had everything reserved, taken care of in her name. And all she had to do was drive there uh, 15 minutes, pick it up and come back. So that would be an example of using $2 to save 
five hours of your time. And 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 just to just to cap it off, can I ask you, um, like, what is the proper way to to peel an egg? <laughs> sure. If you want to tell me how you do it, I'll tell you how I do it. I, I, you know, crack it against the counter and then painstakingly and very ineffectively pick off the tiny little fragments of shell, never actually getting them all off and, you know, eating a great deal of them. How, how do you do it, Tim? So the, so the way that, that I peel a hard-boiled egg is you first put in a tablespoon of baking soda when you're boiling the eggs, number one. Mm-hmm. This changes the pH level and reduces adhesion of the shell to the eggs and doesn't mm-hmm. take any extra effort. Step number two is really you just take even a pinhole of shell off either end of the egg, hold it in your hand, and then blow the hard-boiled egg out of the shell. It'll just shoot right out into your other hand. It takes about a quarter second to get the egg out of the shell using that method. Wow. Well, Tim, thank you so much uh, for talking to me. Thank you so much for your time. (laughs) It's been, been my pleasure. Thanks for having me. Hi, is this Jonathan? Yeah, yes, yeah, speaking. Jonathan, I don't know if you remember, my name is Doug Glancy, and we used to do uh, spoken word stuff. Yeah, Doug, uh, yeah. it's been years. Yeah, it's been a long time. You used to have that, that poem, it was about uh, pirates or something, trying to steal your... Oh, it's trying to steal my butter. Right. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was the pirates of yellowness, because it was um, yellowness leading to butter, leading to curry, leading to the spice trade, leading to pirates. Yeah, how, how are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm living in uh, New York City. I've been here for about uh, eight months, and um, I got a grant. So you, it's, it's to continue to do spoken word? Just, you know, to generally just do all my art. You know, I'm really branching out a lot. I was doing a lot of painting and a lot of installations and things like that. Okay. And uh, how are you doing? You're at the CBC. I see your name in print. Yeah, yeah. Which uh, is actually why I'm calling. Oh. I, had a, I had an idea. Okay. It seemed like you would be the perfect person to help. Uh, do you have a few minutes? Um, yeah, sure. So the sure. idea that I was thinking of was, um, you know, as a Canadian artist uh, living abroad, mm-hmm. sort of an artistic ambassador to the world for Canada, I was thinking about the notion of the turtle or the tortoise, you know, who takes his or her home with him. Okay. Do you know what I mean? So uh, sort of a documentary series about Canadian artists and the ways in which they transport their homes with them wherever they go. Like a tortoise shell? Yeah, like a tortoise shell. Like, what are the ways in which these people still seem Canadian, even though they're as far flung as, you know, only speaking for myself, as Brooklyn? Okay. Portraits of Canadian artists who had, for want of a better term, made it. Do you know what I mean? Like like yourself? That's, that's not for me to decide. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If, if others were to think that because I had gotten this grant... And I was living in New York City, you know. Or uh, Brooklyn, you you had said? Yeah, it's Brooklyn, but it's New York City. Right. I mean, it's right over the bridge. I mean, I'm closer to downtown than um, people I know on the Upper West Side. Uh Uh-huh, right. I mean, way, way closer. Well, I mean, that... So, you know, what is it specifically about the Canadian way of looking at the world, the Canadian way of even furnishing a home or something like that. So, you know, you would come to my home, I would take you on a tour of the home, we would look at my paintings, so you would film me cooking a meal or something like that. I don't know if you'd be on camera, well, uh, the host, or if you were interested in being the host, or I could uh, be the host. But Doug, though, you know that, like, I don't work for CBC Television. I do a radio show. 
Radio? Oh, really? Yeah, I don't work with cameras, or you know, I uh, mainly I talk to people on the telephone. Oh, I thought you were. Um, I thought you were doing something with Peter Mansbridge or something like that. No, no, it's uh, face for radio. We could do it for the radio. I mean, after all, you know, my background isn't spoken word, so I, I don't know how difficult it would actually be. To, to do think, a tour of, I mean, of where you live and... You know, like MTV Cribs. Have you seen MTV Cribs? I have, but usually, I mean, it's it's where you're taken on a tour of some famous rapper's mansion in, exactly. in the hills. So instead of a mansion, it's, you know, an artist's home, mm-hmm. and instead of on MTV, it's on... CBC Radio. Yeah, but with an eventual eye towards television, I thought you were going to, you know, then walk it down the hall to the television department. I mean, but right. let's just try it. Like, like right now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Let's give it a dry run. Okay. You call me up, but like, welcome to, uh, I don't know, could we call it, uh, the jeweled tortoise, right? Jeweled tortoise. Uh, okay. Uh, jeweled tortoise. It just came to me as an image. Who take their jeweled dwellings on their backs, their Canadian jeweled dwellings, like an igloo, a crystalline igloo of diamonds and sapphires, marcasite and hematite, peridot, periwinkle, jeweled medallions. Well, that's Joni Mitchell, but you know what I mean. Anyways, so go ahead, you know, intro me. All right, fine. So the show starts off. Uh, I'm I'm Jonathan Goldstein. Uh, welcome to the uh, Jewel Jewel Tortoise. I'm talking to Canadian visual and spoken word artist uh, Douglas Glancy, living abroad in Brooklyn, New York. No, you can say New York City. That's okay. Oh, uh, oh, living in New York City. Oh, we, um, we, oh, we caught up with Doug. We, we caught up with Doug in his home in New York City, and here's, here's, here's Doug. Hi, welcome. Welcome to my home. Uh, Doug, uh, why don't you take us on a, on a little telephonic tour of your home? Okay, so come on, Canada. Come on and see how uh, real New Yorkers... Oh, the milk is out. One second. Could you keep it down a little bit? Oh, you have a roommate? Yeah. Oh, I'm making a lot of milk because you drank it all too hard. Well, I mean, they're a really, really lovely couple. Oh, you've got a couple of roommates. Yeah, Trish and Rob. They're totally nice. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they're also Canadians. Oh, okay. So it's really great, you know, because it's like, uh, well, they've taken the back bedroom, or well, the bedroom, basically. But you have you have your own. Yeah, and I'm I'm in the front room, um, which is also the common living area. So, you know, but it falls out. The the couch. Yeah, it's the futon couch, and it, it folds out. And then you know, during the day, um, it's the living space, um, and it's also my workspace. Mm-hmm. And there's a, the kitchen is in here as well. In, in, We're in the living room. You know, it's along one side of the wall. Okay. Come here. I'll take you on a tour. Okay. I, I'm starting at the kitchen, which is the west wall. You know, and we've got everything. We've got our oven. Mm-hmm. See, that's the oven. And we've got the sink. Hot and cold running water. Okay, moving it along. Uh... Okay. And so there's that's the kitchen. And right here, uh, well, oh, here we are in the living room. This is the living room right now because it's the middle of the day and the bed is folded up and the bedding has been put into a large Rubbermaid container that also serves as a coffee table. Uh, Many people who are unfamiliar with either New York City or the life of the artist don't really realize that, you know, space is a kind of a premium. So it's really interesting to have one's thoughts circling the same few feet of air. I really think a lot of people, for example, who have separate living and work spaces, their thoughts get dissipated in the journey. The, the journey from their bed to their desk, I mean? I found it very beneficial to just be able to sort of get to work. It, I guess it's sort of in keeping with, you know, a life of... Uh, uh, the tortoise. Tortoise thing, yeah. Is that what you were going to say? Well, I was, I was actually going to say a life of poverty, but, you know, yeah, the... Gosh darn it! What is that in the back? Is, it, is everything okay? I don't know where it is. 
waiting for a fact. No, that's Robbie and Trish. Uh, they've been having some arguments lately. And wait one sec. You guys, can you keep it down? I'm on with the CBC. Can you, like, get out? We want to eat. Just give me five more minutes. All right, but quick. Yeah, hurry it up. Sorry. So where was I? Oh, I, I, was, I was in the living room. Right. Uh, the kitchen we've seen. There is a water closet. You know, there's a toilet in the back room. Mm-hmm. Off of... Uh, Rob and Trisha's uh, bedroom. You 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 go through their bedroom. Yeah, I go through their bedroom to get to the bathroom. But you know they have to go through my bedroom to get to the fridge. But it's okay. You know I, I've joined a gym, and they have toilets there too. It's like a, it's only like a ten minute bus ride. Uh huh. So it's you know it's very convenient. We have everything right near us. You're saying that sometimes you'll take a ten minute bus ride to go use the bathroom. One special feature of the apartment mm-hmm. is that right here in the kitchen is a shower stall. The shower stall is in the kitchen? It's in the kitchen. See, this is the shower, and it's right beside the uh, fridge and the sink because it's a water source. Um, and, you know, it's, it's very convenient. I mean, it, it turns out that the tasks of keeping clean and making food are not diametrically opposed. Uh-huh. You know, so sometimes I've washed and peeled carrots while I've showered it, it, for a soup. Really? Yeah, you save so much time. It's really terrific. Well, um, I think this is probably plenty. This is probably plenty uh, for plenty to tell the TV people. You think? Yeah, I could. Uh, you know, I you'll could whip this up into some kind of a treatment for something. Our... Yeah, like that. Okay. Okay. So let's leave it like this. I'm going to wait to hear from you when they give you an answer. Or do you want me to call you back? No, I'll just work. You know, I'll just sort of work my end and. Uh... Yeah, we'll be in touch. Okay, great. Thanks so much, John. And I really think that it's yeah. a great, a terrific show. It will be. I mean, I really think that Canada's influence is, you know, global, and I don't think people really no. understand that. Yeah. Okay, uh, bye-bye, Doug. Take care. Yeah, great talking to you. Thanks. Finally. Shut up. I'm off. Yeah, I'm Doug. Put some pants on. It's gross. Get a room, as they say. No, you actually already have a room. Use your room. How about that? Use your room. Go ahead. Hello? What is it? That's how you answer the telephone? Yes, that's how I answer the phone. I'm in a hurry. What? D- did, you, did you get my email? Yeah, I got your email. A- and? And what? What did it say? Remind me. I just received this script from Three Rivers Infinite Plasma. They want me to be doing radio voiceover work for them. What are you talking about? They want me to be selling their TV sets on the radio, and I sent you over the script that they want me to read. I don't work in advertising. I work in marketing, but I'll give you my help. They, I'm supposed to send them a demo, and, and I have no idea how to go about this. I've, I've never done anything like this. Are you sure it's not one of those Nigerian scams where they try and get your money? The guy who's the CEO of the place is a friend of a friend, and he's a listener of the radio program. And Whoa, whoa, whoa. You're saying he heard the show and he wants to hire you? You sure it's not a conspiracy by their competitors to put them out of business? It's not a scam. And besides, what are you even talking about? Since when do you want to do ads? I've been after you for five years to do ads, and you're always well, like... I mean, I, I had no idea how much these things pay. And, and also the guy said that I, I would get a free plasma TV set. Somehow, to me, that makes it all worth it. So let's get into this. Okay, thank you. Open your email then. Okay. All right. Now, I'm going to give it a a, a read-through, and I want you to give me a little bit of direction, you know, and tell me how I can sort of, you know, step it up a bit, okay? Yeah. Okay. Three Rivers Infinite Plasma is holding a special three-day sales event. Let me ask you a question right there, just to stop you at that line. How do you feel? What do you mean? I mean, are you okay? 
Yes, I'm. Because for some reason you're reading like somebody who's about to die, like just in your last minutes of being alive. You know how you read a radio script? You read it like you're trying to sell me something, not like this. I don't sound like that. We're trying to move product here, right? All right, so you're, you're saying a little more energy? A lot more energy and a totally different personality. Well, I, all right, I'll try. Okay, Three Rivers Infinite Plasma is holding a special three-day sales event. Okay, don't... you see that thing after it says event? You see where there's that vertical line and a dot under it? The exclamation mark, yeah. Oh, you, you've heard of them, okay. Well, that traditionally, when you, you have that, it means like you're yelling it. So why don't you try this? Take the phone, move it like six inches away from your mouth, and try it again using the exclamation mark. I don't think I should be yelling it. Why did you call me for? You want my advice or you don't want my advice? Yeah, but I mean, I, I, I think that, I mean, maybe there's something Take to be... Take it from the top, yell it. Here we go. In three, two, one, go. Three Rivers Infinite Plasma is holding a special three-day sales event. Okay, I'm falling asleep already. Don't you miss it. I'm telling you, more energy. Up, up, up. All right. Don't you miss it. Go, 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 go. Next. We've got the Sony Bravia Theater DAVHDX265. you got to get through these model numbers fast, like this. We've got the DAVHDX265, integrating a high theater DVD changer. You're reading this radio spot like you don't want to make people buy TVs, like you want to make them buy coffins that they can crawl into and escape from you. Well, I think I think maybe they just want, you know, someone to read it with a little bit more dignity. I don't know. I mean, Is your definition of dignity a horrifically slow, terrible read? Is that how you define dignity? All right, so I should speed it up a bit. Let me just explain this. Some fundamental ideas about advertising to you, okay? Yeah. The audience that's going to hear this spot, mm -hmm. picture some guy. He just lost his job. He's humiliated. His wife is screaming at him, and she's cheating on him. His kids only talk to him when they want money. He's sitting at home in his socks, and he's miserable. Meanwhile, he's listening to the ball game. He's enjoying it, but it stops because a radio spot is interrupting his ball game. Now, when that spot comes on, I want that schmucky, unemployed guy in his socks to jump up, not even make it to the door, jump out his window and go racing off down the highway in his socks to get to this TV store and buy several flat-screen TVs for more money than they're worth. And your voice is supposed to convince him to do that. I just... It's like having an exploding volcano of video and sound right in your living room. Okay, Johnny. Do you know what that energy was that I just heard? No. That energy was a paper mache volcano with some vinegar and some sodium bicarbonate. Now, give me something more like Vesuvius moving 100 million tons of ash a second and not a sad little science project on a piece of plywood. All right, fine. Uh, it, it's like having an exploding volcano of video and sound right in your living room. Well, I'll tell you something. If shrill, hysterical men who sound kind of like teenage girls was well, going to sell... That's very emasculating. Sets. That's just direction. That's the way producers give feedback to artists. You can't be all sensitive all the time. All right. You stay professional. Can I continue? Sell me a TV, Johnny, in three, four, five, two, one, go. Three Rivers Infinite Plasma will help you plan for your home theater designs and home theater decor. Decor. There's an exclamation mark. Decor. 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 And during our special three-day sale... You'll save like never before. Thank you. Thank you for coming in. Next. Don't you miss it. Yeah, we know we've got your name. Thanks. Thanks a lot. We'll be you know, in touch. It's not easy doing this. I'll tell you what I think the problem is, Johnny. Mm. I think you can't sell a product that you don't really love. I love these big TVs. You need to sell like Johnny's Sad Guy Sauce. And that way you could be in character and you could be like this. Hi, this is Jonathan Goldstein. You want some of my Sad Guy Sauce? I put it on my breakfast and my lunch and my dinner. What's in it? I don't even know. It's just Sad Guy Sauce. That's what I like. Bad guy sauce. You're right. I mean, this is a stupid idea. I can't do this, and I and I just feel bad because I sort of committed myself to it, you know. And Don't I, worry I about that. Don't worry about that, Johnny. Everybody commits to everything. How much money were they talking about for this, anyway? I mean, a lot of money. 
Uh, give me, let me give me a ballpark. Well, they, they, they have the price list at the bottom of the email that I sent you. Okay, let me scroll down. Yeah. Wow. I didn't realize it was that much. I mean, yeah, I mean, the money is good, but I mean, I, this was a mistake. Oh, yeah, no, this is definitely totally a mistake for you. Yeah. Now, you know what? I can't let you do this. The fact that you're getting a stomachache over it is giving me a stomachache over it. Really? I'm going to get you off the hook for this. You shoot me an email with this guy's contact info. I'll, I'll call him. I'll talk like I'm your manager, and I'll say, my client had another gig, ba-ba-ba-ba. He's very flattered, but he double-booked himself. He's very in demand. Really? And then you got nothing to worry about. Well, okay. Well, Gregor, thank you. I'm going to take care of everything. I'll send you the email, and you'll give him a call. Yeah. Okay, thanks, man. Don't you miss it. Wait, wait, wait. Don't you miss it. What would you say? Nothing. I said I'll see you later. Okay, I'll, I'll talk to you later. Don't you miss it. Three Rivers Infinite Plasma. It's a special three-day sales event. Don't you miss it. We've got the Sony Bravia Theater DAV HDX265. It's like having an exploding volcano of video and sound right in your room. On Wiretap today, you heard John Tucker, David Rakoff, Gregor Ehrlich, and Sean Appel and Andrea Stanford as Rob and Trish. You also heard Tim Ferriss, author of The 4-Hour Workweek. Wiretap is produced by Jonathan Goldstein with Mira Bergwintonic and Carolyn Warren. Production assistance from Crystal Duhame. Tune into Wiretap Sunday at 1 for Pacific Time and Wednesday evening at 11.30. Reach us through our website at cbc.ca slash wiretap where you can download this week's official wiretap ringtone. Hi, this is Jonathan Goldstein. You want some of my sad guy sauce? That's what I like, sad guy sauce. Announce yourself as a proud member of the wiretap army with every ring of your phone. Fuck